0: New new, new pod world order. TSDJA Productions presents in association with JJ2E Media. The Camping Trip. Two troop leaders take three boys from their scout pack into an old abandoned summer camp for a fun weekend in the wilderness. Listen and take a terrifying trip into the past with these boys as they learn about the dark history of the mountainside campground, an old warehouse that conceals a bloody secret, and the demonic truth about a small Missouri town in these three horrific campfire tales. With a gripping, revenge-fueled ending decades in the making. You won't want to miss the camping trip. Written, edited, directed and performed by at the Scooby Doom and at FitzMan 73 comes the first full-length original audio drama from JJ2E Media and TSDJA Productions. Go to tsdjproductions.bandcamp.com and buy the camping trip. Available now.
1: Always Bet on Geek, Pokemon Go, have destroyed the life that I have known and sheltered. So thank you for that, and I uh, hope you're proud of yourselves. Hi, this is Mike Zapsik from AMC's Comic Book Man, and you're listening to Always Bet on Geek. Wait a minute, didn't Wesley Snipes say that? Didn't Wesley Snipes go to prison? Didn't Wesley Snipes go to prison for tax evasion? Don't bet on black folks, bet on Geek.
0: Ready to form Voltron! bet
2: on geek. What's up, everybody? This is Marshall, squishy not sync on Twitter and Instagram and everything else. Uh, welcome to Always bet on geek. I'm sitting here in the room full of geeky shit. And to my right, wait, my left. Where am I looking at? If I'm this way, it'd be I guess it'd be my right to the west, far Midwest. Where you at?
1: Southwest. Southwest. South. Wait, no. <laughs> No, no, no. We don't know geography. I'm pretty close to due West, is fair enough. I'll be the first one to tell you that
2: I am very remedial, so don't be surprised or make fun of me when you see that I am remedial. <laughs> remedial well, is a big word. We're lucky I know that word. When I look that up later, I'll tell you if I am too. <laughs> it means I'm close to Special Ed, but not quite Special Ed.
1: Okay, well, hold on. i got to write this down and look up Special remedial. Remedial. I'm still working on that one.
2: (laughs) Oh, but he is, Ryan, the Mystic Mojo. It's not the Jackson. It's not across the Redneck Oasis of
1: Mississippi. It's across, what, Mississippi? Yeah, it's past the Redneck Riviera through the Bible Belt. Go straight through until you see the sunset way ahead of you, and then drive for three days. And you'll get right about to where didn't I am.
2: Doesn't that take you to California?
1: Well, no. Four <laughs> days gets to California. Three days stops oh. you off in Texas. Oh, okay. I didn't know you were speaking Texas actual is, facts. I was, uh... no. Texas is so big. It's mind-bogglingly huge. I mean, it looks big on the map, but... Right. <laughs> Wait till you're a little person driving through it, and you will think that there is no end. I don't know,
2: man. I just... I spent more time on the road than I did with my feet on the ground in New Jersey just a couple of days ago. I think I I can sympathize on the day's trips. Although it wasn't no four days either. It was just two days on the road and a day and some change off the road.
1: Sounds to me like that's a segue perhaps to your New Jersey trip. But before we get there, can I interrupt and make an official welcome to all our podcasters? Yeah, I was going to say
2: you must introduce yourself.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't want to be rude. Hello, fellow podcasters and geekers. One and all, I hope you are here willingly. And this isn't willingly. weird. Torture device that somebody set up for you to listen to us. And if so, we will do our best to entertain you. We will not be able to educate you. So if you want to learn something important, go somewhere else. But if you want to goof off, this is the place to be. There you go. Cool. All right. By the way, you should probably <laughs> tell should them the why intro. they're not hearing one of the other co-hosts
2: Pat's too busy painting the bathroom he couldn't take an hour away from his bathroom duties to talk to his homeboys but it's okay we love Pat anyway this just proves hashtag diva yes
1: can I ask does Pat have a lot of bathroom duties (laughs) I'm sure
2: I have no idea that's not my business Understandable. he told me about this business <laughs> that's <laughs> <whew>. yeah <laughs> all
1: right well i'd like to take this moment to interject if i may a suggestion for your podcast i hear okay. from listening to you that you take suggestions from your audience and so there's sure. one that i would like so i noticed that pat has bequeathed to you upon the title of racist Oh, n- no,
2: le- less racism in this uh, 2016. Uh, uh, oh oh, oh. well, I thought
1: it would only fair that Pat gets a cool nickname, right?
2: <laughs> okay.
1: And so his, his nickname was the graveyard shade.: Well, yes, but like you said originally, and I believe podcast one, you can't give yourself a nickname. You have to be bequeathed one. So I think a fair nickname for a boy who's not able have... to take an hour out of his day and his work on his bathroom and his real life will forever now be <laughs> Slacker! Slacker. That's That's been his
2: name for a while back now, huh? Right, but now we can make it official.
1: Oh, okay. But hey, that yeah. would be up to you to carry because, you know. Yeah, that that's a lot less offensive
2: than Ninja Load, so I guess that, that's... <laughs> oh my god, I hope you edit that out. <laughs> Oh, no, we've talked about it before. Oh, God.
1: (laughs) We didn't go into great great detail, but... I'll have to look for the parental (laughs) guide label.
2: There's a parental guide label, I think, on all of them, or it should be if they're not.
1: Right. Ooh,
2: Yeah, I'm not sure which one that was. Now that I edit like three or four different podcasts now, so I... It's just hard for me to tell
1: which is what, and Whew. well, speaking of podcasts, do we have an agenda to provide to our listeners for what we intend to cover in uh,
2: No, you know we had talked we were texting yesterday or day before, and we were talking about what we should talk about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I didn't take any notes, so I have no idea
1: well. Would you like me to go ahead and present what we discussed, and you can veto them all one by one?
2: Sure. Sounds like about right.
1: Fair enough. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we started off discussing um, Pokemon Go. Oh, Jesus Christ. Man. And how that has become a huge phenomenon in the last two and a half weeks or so. And that was going to be a good segue to get... Into discussions about your latest New Jersey trip, and your it's right. okay. Pokemon Go. So, do we want to start off with that, or would you like me to go through uh, the next item?
2: That's fine, Pokemon Go. I haven't played it. Um, a fellow aunt, uh, tell him Steve Dave fan. She's local. Her name is Shani Shanny Edge on Twitter at Shanny Edge on Twitter. She we met up. <clears throat> I got to hang out with my girl when I'm up there. She's really awesome, uh, but. We were like, what do you, she was like, what do you want to do? I said, I don't know. I got no money. I'm really literally just walking the town taking video because Pat gave me an idea before I left for Red Bank to take little bursts of video, 30 seconds, 10 seconds, a minute, whatever. And he's learning video editing. So he's going to splice it all together into one massive like slideshow video. And we're going to do like a documentary on my trip to Red Bank to see uh, the secret stash and stuff like that. So, which is an awesome idea. I really hope that we can get that to work. So, me and Shani, we were walking around, and she was playing Pokemon Go. She was like, oh, come over here. There, there's, a, there's a something, a train or a place, a Pokemon stop. Oh, come over here. The secret stash is actually a Pokemon gym, whatever yep. that means. Yeah. And there's, there's, like, some kind of, if you can get in the store, in the very back of the store, there's something some kind of pokemon I, I don't fucking know i mean this this is over my head even the cartoons and the the craze when it hit that was like my little brother it, i was over my head i was too much into like you know drugs and shit like a fucking <laughs> dumbass <laughs> sorry <laughs> it's okay but but we were walking around and we went to a little park uh by the pier and we were lo- looking at the water and she was over there and she was like oh my god there's a whatever the fuck it was a Pokemon like a he looked like a dragon cool whatever whatever it was he was red only one of six different Pokemon so gotcha yeah I don't know (laughs) and she was like oh and she she caught it with the ball and stuff and then we moved on and then like six or seven people uh, two adults and kids rushed to that same spot oh my god they got this here they got this here and we were walking away like oh shit no shit about 60 to 65% of everybody walking around in that town was playing Pokemon Go fucking crazy.
1: And so this was, you said, about two weeks ago? Uh, This
2: was... What's today? It was Wednesday of last week.
1: Okay, so, yeah, just about a week ago or so. Tuesday Uh, or Wednesday. Well, I have had some experience with Pokemon Go. Uh, My experience has been a little bit different. My experience was that um, I had had some... some playtime with pokemon go a couple years ago i got really late into it uh, a couple years ago yeah like really recently like they were probably like they were past silver and gold and they were on to something else already uh so i was probably like fourth or fifth generation before i even picked it up uh, but i had access to a portable game uh, system i don't remember what it was and it had that game on there and i was like ah well i have to like do stuff and like go to meetings and stuff like that where i should be paying attention where i'd rather play a game so went ahead and started playing that and i actually developed a little bit of knowledge of it but definitely an appreciation for just how simple and You know, well designed it was for what it was. It didn't have any bells and whistles, but you know, you're just going to walk around, you're going to catch little Pokemon, you're going to battle to the death. Now, they say they faint, but I'm sorry, when you have two monsters that breathe fire and like have razor claws and stuff like that, and they rip into each other until one of them doesn't move, you just (laughs) kill something. It's my opinion. Well, can you use that monster again if you
2: get beat to fight somebody else?
1: Yes, but they don't get any experience points. And so you end up having to revive them and they basically do the walk of shame back to the front line. Okay. (laughs) But the current system is actually quite different. The way they set up Pokemon Go, uh, it seems like, and once again, just my opinion, that they started off with an idea for what they wanted to accomplish with the game rather than an idea for for a game and it seemed like everything they did was designed to meet their goal uh, objective and I don't know exactly but it seems like they specifically wanted to get people to get out and move and like go outside
2: Oh, that's yeah they're trying to get kids to get out and do stuff so that they won't be so fucking obese and
1: shit I have seen more kids in the last week and a half that should Mm. not be exposed to sunlight walking around on <laughs> long street stretch of highway for, you know, extended periods of time, hours. And you can tell that they have just <laughs> crawled out from their dark havens. And, like, the light still blinds them because they don't even wear the proper clothing. They're still wearing long sleeves and jeans, and they don't have sunglasses, and they don't have hats. And, you know, they're just, like, staring at their phone, getting, you know, murdered by the Texas heat and i have to admit That's everything awesome. they've done as far as creating the system of how you play the game makes it fun to get up and leave your house and i'm really impressed with that feature
2: yeah and you can even the social aspect cuz you meet up at all these gyms and stops and whatever and you can you can meet your fucking 50-year-old gym teacher and shit you'll never know
1: yeah no, I mean, there's people of all ages. There's kids. I see. You can always tell couples because they're walking together, both staring at their phone, or one one's walking the dog and one's staring Jeez. at the phone, or something. Oh, you've you've actually been stalking me and my girlfriend, huh? I uh, see. <laughs> no. No, I mean, literally we see, we it's, see that it's, a lot out have, here too. You have one, cu- like you know, if you have to do something, you have one couple playing both on the phone, and all the right. other couple taking care of whatever the business is, whether it's you know, walking the dogs or whatever.
2: Yeah, we don't really, I say here, we don't have that here because this is v- super small podump town, but uh, when we were in Memphis and when we were in Mississippi and Olive Branch, we were watching people through the neighborhoods just walking around on their phone. I was reading an article today that somebody, uh, a, a couple of kids wandered into Canada and got in trouble. They didn't know they crossed the border because they were fucking playing Pokemon Go.
1: Well, I find that that's pretty impressive that they've designed a game that can actually be functional in the wilderness of Canada. <laughs>
2: it's not all wilderness.
1: <laughs> You've been reading too many Wolverine and Alpha Flight comics, oh, man. what is there anything else? I've just seen ice glaciers and lakes and snow and fir trees. <laughs> right now there's... And super mutants, obviously. But...
2: Right. No, but they hide. You don't see Wendigo that often. <laughs> th no, they have cities and settlements just like alaska i got gotcha. you but i mean you know a lot of alaska is bush but you know uh, i've read another article to where a girl was going to a, a lake nearby she, she was trying to get a water pokemon and found a dead dude
1: yeah i've heard that one i so don't know the article
2: the article wasn't as much about oh my god i found a you know dead body it was the fact that uh, she was trying to find Pokemon. She was talking about Pokemon Go. She wasn't even phased by the dead dude that she found.
1: She was like, yeah, I thought he was a Squirtle. He was a corpse. I can't remember <laughs> Right. He,
2: he wasn't. I couldn't catch him. I, then I realized, hey. oh, maybe I should call 911. Damn it, I took 10 minutes out of my day from playing Pokemon to call fucking 911.
1: But, ma'am, Damn it. the question is, did you wait to before or after you caught Squirtle? <laughs> Are you kidding me? He would have got away. Yep, and you know (laughs) that that's a Pokemon Go player. That dead body can wait. i got to get this Pokemon. He's he's dead. This Pokemon's going to go away. (laughs) Exactly. He's got a five-minute respawn. Well, I do admit that it is a lot of fun, and I would recommend Pokemon Go for people who um, are mature enough to be able to handle a completely addictive crack-induced game (laughs) because it will actually get uh, people who... You know, like couples or families or whatever to get together and go outside because most of the Pokemon are in, you know, public places. They're in parks. A, from what we've seen, there's almost not that there aren't, but there's generally not as many Pokemon in neighborhoods like residential zones because it seems like they kind of did like city zoning to determine, you know, population.
2: Okay. Yeah. I heard something about when this first came out that somebody was people were breaking into people's houses and stealing phones and stuff because they could see the Pokemons inside the house. Sure. But why So steal the phone? The I mean, I don't know. The phone. Maybe they were stealing Pokemons. I just assumed it was the phone. They said they were taking Pokemons from people. Got breaking into people's houses and shit.
1: That, that I can see. Because, you know, depending how luxurious mansion your house is, you do have to be pretty close to the Pokemon to be able to register them. Although...
2: It's our house is kind of long. I think it would probably you could I mean I don't know the distance, <clears throat> but you know what between my dogs and my bullets, I dare someone to come
1: in here well i I understand <laughs> that and you have that right to make sure that that is known. Just a little little bit of you know insight. if these people Pokemon Go players are breaking into your house, they are probably anorexic. And sunburned and exhausted and dehydrated, <laughs> probably under and the could, age of seventeen. I could, I could just beat him with a stick. <laughs> <wouldn't> just have <laughs> to stare at them and just be like, "What are you doing? Get out of my house!" Right, and they'd be like, "But can I, please, just touch this button here, two or three times?" No,
2: if they came, if they came close, they'd hear the dog. Our dog's 110 pounds. She's a uh, not in a not a scary dog but she is intimidating so so that would
1: make her a scary dog <laughs> well
2: you know it
1: yeah okay want to make she's, sure yeah, she a scary I don't dog know, yeah. i don't know she, she's never she's never medieval, bit and she's super lovable intimidating and scary
2: right it's the same word i know <laughs> she she's not dangerous but she's intimidating that's
1: what i should have said you got it now that was a perfect coherent thought that i can follow up yeah with.
2: Yeah, coherent coherency is something I have issues with from time to time. We all do.
1: It's okay. It's
2: natural. I'm really resisting it. I'm trying not to.
1: Well, it definitely takes up a lot of time if you really want to play it and not just be like, yeah, I have this app that I just sit on my phone. But if you have the, the energy and the time to take you and your family out someplace or your friends or you want to meet up and you want to do something because you're bored and there's just nothing to do. It, I'm just pissed off that
2: I didn't bring it to New, take it to New Jersey with me, so now I feel like it would be a completely wasted, wasted effort if I downloaded it and started playing it now.
1: Oh, it's not like that. It's really almost just a game of stamp collecting, and that's really a solitary game. Now, granted, there's the team concept because you can get into gyms and you can battle, but the game's really not designed for that. At least it's not designed to be the focus, is I guess more what I'm trying to say. It's a feature of it, but it's really a game designed to reward you for going to places that are outside of your normal zip code, basically, and trying to track down some mysterious thing that once you do, you put into a Rolodex, and you basically collect a number of them, and it's just like stamp collecting. Yeah. Uh, there's some. I missed,
2: like, missed. I missed out on my stash monster.
1: Yeah. That's hurtful. I'm sorry, man. It's you okay. got to get back up on that. I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to play the horse, man. It's okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and now Stephanie's freaked out because of the news art news report or whatever about the people breaking into houses and stuff, so I don't even know if she has it on her phone anymore.
1: Alright. Well, I'll be catching plenty of Snorlax and I'll send you pictures of all the ones that you could be collecting if you had a stamp collecting app on your game. Machine.
2: You know, I have a real stamp collection too. I should be getting into it now that you put it that way. Really? I'm just being I'm just being stubborn. Yeah, I... my gra- I got my grandfather's old stamp collection, or some of it.
1: You know what? That's a, becoming a lost art. Really cool. I did not know that.
2: Oh, man, I haven't looked at them in years. Well, the majority that's, of
1: that's, them. Yeah, it's a stamp collection. And you put <laughs> stuff in it, and then you put it down. And maybe, maybe every now and then over a glass of bourbon after a long, hard day, and like, you know, it's kicked you in the balls a couple times, you open that scrapbook, bourbon? and you look at them, and you go, oh, yeah, I got this one. And then you look at another one. Ah, oh, yeah, I remember you. And then when that glass of bourbon is done and your nuts have healed a bit, you shut that thing and you put it back on the shelf and you forget about it for about another 15 years.
2: How old are you? I'm
1: talking <laughs> about drinking bourbon? <laughs> oh, no, you see, I don't have a stamp collection.
2: <laughs> oh, so you were calling me old. Okay, I got you. I was like, my my, the things that I do that, I have... 13 long boxes full of comics next
1: to me that's that's what i right, do No, i can understand that is that is part of the soul of geekdom actually technically stamp collecting is part of geekdom too so i shouldn't be bashing on it so hard i'm mostly just taking the opportunity to bash on you my friend stamp collecting is a <laughs> and if we have any stamp collectors that happen to be podcast listeners thank you you're keeping the old school <laughs> <laughs> i just got a box of old 70s records too
2: some Led Zeppelin stuff. Really? And pink fl- yeah. It was my, my stepdad's brothers. His brother passed away, and he gave the records to his son, my brother. And then my brother's in the army, and they're about to have to do the bankruptcy thing, so everything in the house is disappearing. Uh-huh. So I, I got that and the family Bible. And the family Bible is like 250 years old. Old. It's like, it's big. It's big. It's like five, six inches thick. There's, like, letters from my great-great-grandfather to my great-great-grandmother from the Civil War, from his battlefield. And and there's – my mom said she hadn't even opened it and looked at the letters since she was a kid. So once I get the, the cloth gloves, I'm going to bust it out and take a look at it all.
1: That's really cool, <clears throat> man. That's yeah, a pleasure I'm, right there. I'm just –
2: I'm just afraid to find out that, you know, hashtag #racist may be something that I don't <laughs> No. <clears throat> It'll be all right. I know we were we were a big southern family. My uh whatever. I know it was uh it was a different time and it was bad. So We'll see though. It's it's going to be awesome. I'll take pictures of all the stuff so that I don't ever have to open it again. Are you there? Shit. Are you back?
1: Yes, I am actually. You okay. can hear me? Yeah okay good, that's good, that's good. the
2: only the only downside to skype because you have yeah, drop so calls. so i can
1: already see why audacity would be better
2: okay right because we wouldn't even have to use this we could do a phone call and record on audacity because there's no cool. ever any drop calls on phones hardly
1: uh we recording up and running
2: yeah it's still going
1: cool cool well i'm glad to be back i'm not sure uh, what we missed right there or where we picked up.
2: Um I was just talking about the Bible that oh, I got. Oh the at, the Bible. Yeah, yeah. And that there was letters from my great great grandfather to my great great grandfather from his battlefields, his regiments, whatever he was in the Civil War fighting and stuff. Wow. So my mom said that she hadn't even opened it since she was a kid. So I need to uh I need to get the white gloves out. I don't have them. I don't have any good gloves to use though. <clears throat> and check it out, and I'll take pictures and all that kind of stuff, because I'm not going to open it again when I open it once.
1: Yeah, no, that's really cool. You could probably uh, get that's, uh, copies of that sent to the Library of Congress.
2: You know what? I hadn't even thought about that.
1: I mean, if it's you know, a significant chunk like that of time that's passed, you're saying you know, somewhere around 200 years old, and it's got... My, yeah, my mom said 250,
2: but I don't know... You know.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, you need somebody who knows what they're doing to look at it, to authenticate it, but... It...
2: I'm sure there's a date on the inside somewhere. I just haven't... I am mm-hmm. I really don't want to touch it with my bare hands. Yeah. yeah <clears throat> there's some right. there's some comics that I have that are old, that, and that's just from the, you know, 60s and shit, that I don't want to touch without gloves. I can just...
1: Wow. But you mentioned that you just got a record player recently.
2: Oh, I've had a record player. I just got the... Uh, I got my little brother's records, it's like a box, maybe 20 or 30, and it's old stuff like Steppenwolf and uh, Zeppelin, and I'm trying to think of what else is in there, Uh, Deep Purple, Uh, I think there's like a Cheech and Chong album in there, Jefferson Airplane, Starship, something like that, one of the two, all that, that genre type music, I don't know if there's any Pink Floyd in there but he was afraid they would disappear if I didn't get a hold of him. He knows that I'm like the repository, like museum thing. When I get something it's put away like that the the warehouse at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark. <clears throat> oh everything, right. Everything gets categorized and labeled and put away and stored
1: kept safe, so keep it secret, keep it safe.
2: Right. I mean, how long did I have that that blue glass piece that i gave you last time i saw you
1: oh dude like six years to something
2: oh that's all i thought it was longer than that
1: well, it might have <laughs> been it's just after anything over five years is basically just a nice happy sunny day <laughs> right
2: <laughs> short term long term it's all oh, memory right. loss. Exactly. i got
1: middle term <laughs> I
2: got middle, middle term, term. Okay, <laughs> right. i remember my childhood kind of uh that's about it what happened yesterday <laughs> We podcasted, right? Let me look on my computer. Yeah, there's a new episode there. Let me edit
1: that. that well, you know that posterity uh, is really amazing, actually. Just because you know it's a permanent addition to our culture now.
2: Yeah, that's weird. I didn't think about all that kind of stuff when I when we decided to do a podcast. <clears throat>
1: Well, that's because you're probably motivated just in the sheer love of being able to go out and share your passions and your stories with uh, those amazing fandom those, that has the, joined us.
2: Those amazing few.
1: <laughs> yes, <clears throat> I don't the know. True, the true. I think we you and true.
2: They, uh, I heard from Ming Chen. He's a, a comic book man guy. He uh, on one of the podcasts because he does a whole lot of podcasts too. He said that the statistics are that only 10% of the listeners actually interact with you. So if that's the right. case, you know, we have about a dozen people that keep keep up with us and stuff, so that would be cool if we had more. But really, even if we just had these dozen people, I love these people. These people help. Oh, okay, that reminds me. The GoFundMe, there was eight people who donated i hollered at walt uh i told him i had a good idea for him uh walt flanagan if you don't know do you know who that is Bry? uh not off the top of my head he's the guy who he's the like general manager basically of the secret stash he runs the store gotcha. uh for, Ke- for kevin smith um, uh that name sounds familiar right he's one of the he's on the comic book bookman tv show and he's also uh one of the three members of Tell 'em Steve Dave podcast that I listen to. He's also an artist, and he's done Batman books. He's done uh, Cryptozoic Man, War of the Undead, and Carney, which you might not know any of those, but I know you know Batman. Uh, and they're still selling some of the Batman issues on the shelves. So I asked him if I got one signed book or one book off the shelf for each of my donators, would he sign them? so I could send it to him as a thank you for donating and helping me get to the stash. That's really nice. He said, yes, I will do that, and I'll do you one better. Those eight books are on me. Nice. And he he uh, said basically thank you to the people who donated for helping get me there. I mean, he, he helped get me there, too. He He bought a couple of my comics for me, from me. And fronted me the money before I got to the stash to help me get there. I sold him a Cable's first appearance and Deadpool's first appearance. I hated to do it, but I was w- pretty much willing to do everything, sort of short of selling my soul and m- killing my family or something. You know, maybe the third thing that I would do would be sell my Deadpool first appearance. But so when we get some money for shipping in the next week or two y'all ate. I've already contacted everybody so they already know, but thank you. Appreciate it. Much appreciated. I'm trying not to talk about the Red Bank trip the entire time, so.
1: Fair enough. What else were well, we talking about? Very good. We had also mentioned some of the games that uh, I've been enjoying, in addition to Pokemon Go. And one of the ones that I've been getting a lot of fun, enjoyment, satisfaction from you may have heard of, It's called Destiny.
2: What system is that for?
1: Well, it is for the PC, for the Xbox, uh, and the PlayStation. Obviously... X- Xbox uh,
2: One and PlayStation 4, or...
1: Right. A, there okay. actually is versions available for PlayStation 3, and I'm not sure, I think, Xbox 360, but I know for a fact the PlayStation 3. But Destiny is coming out with a new a, uh, expansion, in september called the iron banner so shout out for all of you guardians out there keeping it real um but in this current expansion coming out they've decided to basically leave the more advanced features out of the legacy systems so although they can play they won't get some of the new advanced features Uh, they'll just get some basic content I believe like storyline stuff but the really new like raids and multiplayer maps and stuff like that that they're bringing out with this expansion is going to be uh, available just for the Playstation 4 Xbox One um, and the PC cool what kind of game is it I'm so glad you asked (laughs) It is a first person. Well, I mean, I went
2: I went back to playing Red Dead Redemption again because I'm I'm playing you know trying to get a game again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I really love that. And I keep going back to Skyrim, which is an awesome game too, but mm-hmm. I've played Skyrim more times than Red Dead, so
1: I've heard so, really good things about Red Dead.
2: Oh, dude. Cuz one, you don't have to beat it first, but there's a companion game to it called uh, Red Dead Zombie Nightmare and there's okay spoiler alert do you ever play do you ever plan on playing Red Dead Redemption
1: I would love to but I honestly literally have more games than I can play with a full time job and the amount okay. of the time left in my life <laughs> so, so probably so, not but so spoiler
2: alert for anybody listening um, at the end of Red Dead your character that you've been playing through the whole game gets gunned down and killed and you have to finish the game as your kid Okay, in the zombie nightmare game, after you die, you're raised as a zombie. Somebody's found some kind of relic or artifact, and it's raising all the dead. <clears throat> so now you're going through a zombie-infested world. All the towns have been... It's like western version of The Walking Dead, and you have to go through and figure out all that stuff. But if you go through the Red Dead Redemption game, you'll know where all the towns are, and it's like a little like an Easter egg game, basically. It's really, really awesome. <clears throat> Sounds and you pretty can, fun. you can capture the four horsemen's horses to ride on as the game progresses. It's, it's a trip. <clears throat> Sorry,
1: Destiny. What
2: kind of game is it?
1: It's a first-person shooter that, in my opinion, basically integrates the gameplay elements of Halo and Mass Effect
2: okay i've never played mass effect but i've seen halo
1: cool what they've done is they've taken a first person shooter and tried to integrate it into a you could call it rpg in a way although there's not really any rpg that goes along there's just storyline stuff but what they've done is they've integrated the customization that you can get from many you know action games and role-playing games so as you level up you choose classes and there's three basic classes there's uh, the titans which are your general uh, damage dealers and uh, possibly if you change your layout you could decide to be a defender style so they're kind of based around the concept of the paladins Um, you can be like an avenging paladin or you can be a defender paladin uh, but it's set in a future about 300 years, I want to say, probably more. Uh, the storyline itself uh, can be a little nebulous based on how you follow it. Uh, but it's definitely far f- flung in the future enough that y- your culture is the last culture left on Earth, and you have all these relics from a golden age of humanity where you were going around collecting weapons because apparently the golden age of humanity involved making a whole lot of weapons primarily weapons and weapons that were very effective and creative hunger games-esque level of lethality uh Mm. everywhere and you can just run around and try to like get them from aliens and you know the ground and stuff like that and the ground yeah well if you kill they're just laying they're just just laying everywhere oh okay yeah (laughs) (laughs) but uh what makes it really fun is, in my opinion, is the fact that they customize your character creation as you develop. So if you don't want to be a defender style um, paladin character, uh, you can choose to be another character like a warlock. And what they are is they're kind of, you know the science mystic uh, magic users, they do a lot of damage and stuff like that. And what you're noticing is, although this is a futuristic world, they've developed their culture around these very archaic, almost King Arthur style, not necessarily King Arthur exactly, but just the idea of like duty and honor and, you know, valor through battle and stuff like that. But it's taken on this fantasy style. So they call themselves guardians, there's knights, there's warlocks, Uh, you've got hunters, and then uh, the storyline. Uses language that uh, helps reinforce that. So, if you're going against these aliens and they're using some ancient, you know, relic to, you know, rip holes in your ships or whatever, they'll send you out and they'll describe it as like, you know, there's a cabal of wizards and they've developed this, you know, iron foe hammer and stuff like that, and it really gives you the sense that although you're playing a futuristic first-person shooter, you're involved in this world of, you know, heroics and adventure and uh, grandiose enemies and, you know, relentless forces, and it becomes a very repetitive but very enjoyable grind of going out, killing things, and getting weapons that make you better and armor at going out and killing things. But because the AI is relatively good and the PvP uh, system is bar none the best I've ever played in a game, it is a very enjoyable repetition. And it makes it very satisfying when you work and grind and you finally get one of these weapons or armor that has the perfect random stats that you've been trying to accomplish. accumulate Uh, and so yeah i can sympathize with that yeah and they've done a good enough job to make it where you always have something to do and there's no restrictions on what you can do as long as you've unlocked it you can do you can go back to the beginning and do the first original battle over and over again or something like that if that just happens to be your best favorite map and when they do it despite the level they'll have it set up so it's still a challenge so it doesn't really matter what level you get to because the and monsters will always maintain a relatively equivalent ai to you um so that you're just not running around just wasting these low level things You know, they can still kill you if you just try to walk through them like they don't matter
2: yeah that's pretty cool yeah Diablo 3 is like that with the random stats and stuff like that and then uh, Ultima
1: Online to an extent I remember Ultima Online your love and introduction to Ultima Online to me some 15 years or whatever ago, it was was yeah. the building blocks for my complete Hatred and animosity towards all PvPers, and it was because oh, of that yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. And it's unbelievable griefing mechanism. See, people don't
2: understand. Okay, for those who don't know, we're old. In the Guinness Book of World Records, I've seen it. It is, <laughs> it's in there as the first MMO ever. Really? Ultima- yes. That's actually Ultima- really cool. <laughs> Ultima Online. It's there's still free servers. up. you can still find it and play it. It's a massive, massive download. But back in the day, before they just... The PK, the player killer, the P, mm, you know, the, mm. before even player versus player, the term even came up, it was PKs and shit. Mm-hmm. And they would be relentless. I mean, they would fucking find you and they would target you. They would, you yeah. know, you get your sneak in your, your hide fi, uh, far enough and motherfuckers can follow you up into your house and then kill you and then raid all your shit and loot all your shit and you get resurrected and come back. Well, you're naked. Even if you get your shit, he's a PK and he's a badass. So he'll just kill you again. I mean, I've had a dude sit on my body and kill me f- for like an hour before he got tired of it. Yeah, I've broken, I've broken <laughs> keyboards over, <laughs> keyboards over my knees. I mean, I've, it's not I've done no. I've pulled my computer, the desktop, out of the fucking wall before one time. I did that shit in front of uh, our friend Aaron one time, and he looked at me. I mean, of, co- of course he was shocked. I mean, what the fuck? Because I, like, just jumped up. Oh, but... And I snapped the keyboard over my knee. Or, no, I punched it a couple of times, and I busted it. And I, then I finished it off with my knee, and then I grabbed the, the console, the whole thing, and pulled it out of the wall. And I looked at... Because I forgot he was there. And I looked at him, and his eyes were wide. He wasn't moving or anything, but he was just like, what the fuck? And then I set the computer down because I realized it wasn't mine. <laughs>
1: i was not expecting that to be the end of that story
2: (laughs) no i mean the look the look of shock on his face made me realize this was there was like two or three months where i was borrowing our friend jeff's computer the keyboard was mine so subconsciously apparently i knew it was but looking at him i saw the look i'm like this is not my computer i set it down i walked into the bedroom i did more push-ups and i Then I, like, pulled my muscle in my shoulder, and then I was laying there in pain.
1: (laughs) That's I thing about you, which I've always loved and pitied. When you get mad, you want to hurt somebody because that's your nature. You harness your anger. But I have learned that you will actually maturely focus that anger on towards hurting yourself, which is noble in a way, which is why I love that about you but it is also so sad because you will actually do something dumb to hurt yourself before you will back off of that that precipice of, you know, anger. And so
2: I, I'm I'm better in shape now at least. What? It, that it's, happened it, it, it what takes, are you talking about? You to hit yourself harder? More effective? No, it, it takes it takes a lot longer to wear me out like that, oh, to wear, that, to wear my... That's so good. Cuz like last year or the year before I decided to start trying to play basketball again. And so, me and Daniel went out there and we were playing. We played a single game. We were so out of shape. But then that's when I realized, you know, all I own is boxers now.
1: Uh, So, I had... uh, So, uh, yeah. you just walk around everywhere you go in your life wearing boxers? Or you mean that's the only form of underwear that you own?
2: That's the only form of underwear that I owned at the time. That
1: makes that statement a lot less creepy. Okay, continue. (laughs) No.
2: I don't run commando everywhere. (laughs) No, but, you know, I'm getting older and I'm a little saggier and stuff. But it was like every time I jumped to take a jump shot or every time I landed, it was like somebody was yanking my balls a little bit. But it it was so slight that I didn't feel it until maybe 15, 20 minutes after the game. And it got so bad that I was limping at work. I'm like, oh, God, the next day, two days, three days later. It was like someone kicked me in my nuts. And I just fucking played some sad-ass game of 21. Was oh, it was?
1: As your friend, I'm going to suggest we edit this out of the official podcast, considering that this does not play <laughs> you in a good light in any manner.
2: I've told this story before. It's okay.
1: okay. Sorry. I tried. I tried.
2: <laughs> no, it was funny as shit, dude. <laughs> No, I mean, if it's funny, I don't care. And that's, it doesn't make a big difference. I got hang saggy balls, what the fuck? I mean.
1: Well, I think that's just the definition of balls.
2: Balls, right. Well, I mean, have you ever sat down in the toilet and uh, dipped not. in the water? No,
1: we're not, no. No, no. <laughs> we're <re-directing laughs> this podcast back to Geekdom. And uh, we'll move on to the next thing that we playing. I'll edit that. <laughs> no, you won't.
2: No, I will. Because you're right. This is a geek podcast. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so, Pat just uh, lets me go on those tangents. That, that's good. Yeah, no problem.
1: I got your back, man. <laughs> so, Pokemon Go and Destiny are some of the oh. games that I've been playing recently and enjoying for their own um, reasons. And I think the one thing they share in common is they don't try to be too elaborate it's they're basically taking a game that has relatively narrow parameters as far as what it is trying to accomplish. And it just focuses on drilling deep into making that a possibility. So you don't have a whole lot of range of choices as far as what else you can do. But if you want to do this one thing, boy, we got some choices for you. And I think that that's definitely a key to success because Instead of trying to get these games that are trying to cover so many things and try to be everything to everyone and they end up falling really short, which, unfortunately, I'd have to say is something along the lines of Elite Dangerous. Now, if you don't mind, I'd like to give my little opinion here on Elite Dangerous.
2: (laughs) No, I don't mind. I'd
1: appreciate it. So. (laughs) <laughs> Elite Dangerous, for those who don't know, is a game that can be played on PlayStation, and Xbox, uh, Four, and. Um,
2: do you have any three sixty games, man? What's up? We
1: do. Would you like me to call out what I have or what I remember?
2: <laughs> I don't have Xbox Gold, so it doesn't really matter. It's like I'm I'm talking about us playing, but. Right. But yeah. What games do you have?
1: Oh man. I... Do you have left Do you have Left 4 Dead 2? I don't believe I do. Um, that game. Unfortunately, my Xbox does not work anymore. But considering that I, I got about 12 years of use out of it, I guess I can't complain too much.
2: Oh, wow.
1: But I still do have all the games. Now, one of the things that I would like to pass on is a personal gripe. And if there are any game producers, or producers for games uh, listening, if you are second. in a board meeting... Wait.
2: Wait a sec, hold on. Okay, say that again, because you were, like, breaking up. Because you said something, something, in case somebody's listening. Are you you on a range or something? Uh, Are you, like, outside?
1: Oh, can you hear me?
2: Yeah, I can No. Okay.
1: So it seems that I cannot give you a list of my Xbox games, because they go beyond the uh, invisible tether that is keeping me live with you and our amazing fans. oh okay i see okay that's cool okay so um do you want me to pick up with elite dangerous yes go ahead okay so elite dangerous is a game that allows you to basically fly a spaceship in space so it's a flight simulator game now, on top of that, they have done this amazing level of computation where they have calculated out the distance, the size, in real-time numbers of the entire galaxy of the Milky Way. And they have That's cool. set it up in such a way that on their servers... Collectively, like not necessarily all at once, like they're kind of instanced out. So, like parts of the galaxy will exist at any given time, but it's all behind the scenes integrated. You can fly from Earth all the way to the very edge of the galaxy. Now, it would take you an exceptional amount of time, even with their faster than light travel system, and an exceptional amount of resources and an exceptional amount of skill. But you could do it. If it's, if is it faster than light? Yeah, they have like a warp jump drive, so that you, you said across can the ga- the galaxy or the solar system? No, the galaxy. Okay,
2: that makes more sense. Yeah. For some reason, I heard solar system. I'm like, faster than light could get across the solar. Right, system. Right. Yeah.
1: I yeah. Know. No. My It's Galaxy, so it's really impressive because if you ever look at the map and you're playing the game and you start zooming out, it just keeps going and going. I don't know the exact number because I'm not a scientist or very smart, Uh, (laughs) but it's billions of stars are all represented in this game, and each one is a location that you can uh, theoretically get to. So it's literally a vast game. But, as it stands now, there's very little you can really do in such a vastness. If you imagine that you can have an entire galaxy and you can put anything in anywhere, there's a lot of things you could populate with that. But generally, at this point, they've kind of got a, a base combat system down, which is what they've mostly focused their, uh, focus on, so that the, you have you know ship upgrades, weapon upgrades, and stuff like that. So the ship what, combat... What what game is this called again called elite dangerous it just came out i want to say two years ago so it's a really pretty new game uh but they don't have what's this what system do you play it on uh pc
2: okay i could do that
1: yeah actually and if you're interested i'll be happy to talk with you about getting on uh it is a lot of fun but they have not let me let me write that down hold on sure Elite dangerous. Mm-hmm. Elite colon dangerous. Elite dangerous. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no. I'm glad you're interested. I'll be happy to hook up with you on that.
2: No, man. I I love the uh like the city and town building games and the yeah you know build civilization. Man, dude, that kind of shit, I love that shit. Civilization. I'd never got into the game that you and Pat was playing. Um, that y'all would take turns, and it would be was that, y'all would play the game for weeks. Was that Orion spacecraft, or I don't remember what it was called? Yeah, I thought it was like spacecraft or something. Oh, Minecraft, I don't know. Space. We played a bunch,
1: but yeah. But, yeah. want we'll to ask Pat next time he's on. Uh, but yeah, so it really is a really good game. They have a their physics down for combat. They have you know weapon customizations and all these things. Uh, that makes it very entertaining to play you can trade and stuff like that but with the level of things that you imagine you should be able to do crafting and stuff like that a lot of that is very very shallow and it feels like you have a lot of potential but very little bit's been tapped into now they are actually really good about getting continual updates and expansions and they Ian, you can tell if you play the game and read the forums there's a whole team of people working behind the scene and they are cranking out stuff but they basically delivered a big platter with one little tiny appetizer in the middle and so right. over time it's gonna grow and grow and grow until you have a full feast. Uh according to the direction it's going and if people keep putting money into it and stuff like that. Which means that Do you have to yeah. Do you have to pay to play it? No, that's what's amazing. It's Okay. Free to play, but you have to buy the game. So you make a one time purchase. I don't know the current prices now. They're quite reasonable I'm sure. And you basically have access to all the basic game stuff. Now, there is a catch. When they have expansions come out, they will give you base free Upgrades to whatever features they're adding in it, but there'll a lot of times mm-hmm. be stuff that has really new game mechanics, really new features, stuff like that, and that you'll have to buy. Now, it's usually yeah, that reminds
2: a... me of uh, reminds me of what's it called, DDO yeah. Dungeons and Dragons Online. Yep, yep, yeah, we did that for a little while,
1: yeah, so i think it's a very reasonable amount i mean if you're old enough and mature enough that you can afford to pay for games and treat yourself to an occasional uh expense like that it's a good system because it allows you to make an occasional purchase every two to three years at the most usually and you still have a solid you know game that you can access at any time
2: you don't have to be old enough you just be responsible enough or really just have a parent to give you an allowance. Ah. Uh. And then you can, you can play this game. You don't want to exclude people. I mean, I don't know who all listens to this. That's if true. It, you know. So I
1: guess I must apologize. We might
2: have a, a, a nine-year-old in Paraguay listen to us, listen through some kind of trend. You know what? I hope this is a tw- uh, 18 and over podcast, people. Okay. I-, I love you, but I can't officially sanction or... Uh, never mind. I'll shut up. Go ahead. Just
1: glad you mentioned it. I didn't want that to be the buzzkill. mm <clears throat> Okay, yeah, it's all right. So, yeah, so anyway, um, I guess I was just ultimately just trying to compare the fact that a lot of good games are coming out now. And it seems like they're all trying to do different methods of reinventing the wheel. So Pokemon Go is reinventing the wheel by by focusing on a goal where instead of worrying about gameplay and features and stuff like that, they design a goal, in this case, getting people out of the house. And just put things in place that complement and stress and reinforce that goal. And as long as you're doing that goal, you're basically winning the game. Regardless of anything else that the game is doing or featuring. And it totally works. Awesome. Destiny focuses on shooting things and blowing things up. And mostly aliens. And, and blowing and shooting yep. aliens out. And if you want to do that, they'll give you so many creative ways to do that, you will literally play this game for months <laughs> on end. But contrast funny. that, Elite Dangerous is basically setting up a ballroom that has no guests in it. Or maybe just one person. But promising <laughs> that if you hang around... the orchestra will start playing the mood and hopefully (laughs) and hopefully the the audience doesn't lose interest and leave it alone before yeah so it is taking some level of diehards to keep up with it. but they have i do feel like they've given a good game they just need to deliver the great game that everybody can see is on the horizon okay Alright, well, I think I've... You had, you, had me for, you had me for a
2: second, but you're, you're losing me now. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this sounds pretty cool. Well, it sucks. What are you telling me it sucks after you told me to play it?
1: <laughs> hey, I don't want to tell you what to do. I just want to tell you to think. Yes. Okay, so I believe it would be a fair enough segue to um, cut into anything about Red Bank that you wanted to mention.
2: Wait, how was that a segue? I guess you mentioning it is a segue, but it didn't, I'm not really sure. Okay. Pat says segue a whole lot, but I'm not really sure. Isn't a segue is if you mention something and it's related to the next topic, you jump to a
1: different topic. And you said you didn't know what remedial meant. <laughs> <laughs> is that not right? That is exactly right. So what I did was okay. actually a non sequire. <laughs> Which was bring up a topic that had absolutely nothing to do with anything being discussed. And use that non-sequitur as a segue.
2: Okay. (laughs) Gotcha. (laughs) Oh, my God. I took a lot of, I took like 200 videos and like 50 or 60 pictures, I think. I wasn't able to get to some spots, but I think I'm going to use the pictures from last year. On some of the spots for this slideshow documentary thing that Pat's talking about. And then, if he doesn't procrastinate, it might be out sometime in the next month or two. Slacker! (sighs) Well, you know, he's got stuff going on.
1: Oh yeah, but that's not the point. We're not honoring what the man does. We're degrading him for what he doesn't do. (laughs) Okay, can we do a little bit of both? Yeah, 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 that's fine. That that makes it, you know, I guess a little less asshole-ish. <laughs> a little bit.
2: <laughs> okay. Uh, Pokemon all over the fucking place. I was walking, taking a video of, uh, I think it was, I was on Broad Street and uh, whatever that side street is that Count Basie Theater is on. And I was taking a video and they have a couple, I've heard Mike and Ming either on ISO Comics Podcast or the Ming and Mike Show Podcast, they said they have a couple of locals that are uh, not all really right in the head.
0: And that's I'm pretty sure...
2: Sh- I'm, I'm, well, I mean, that's... I mean, I don't know what's wrong with them, but there's something... <laughs> they're, they're...
1: Yeah, I'm not judging. I was complimenting oh. you on you being very nice in getting <laughs> across, across the point that these are people you probably don't want to meet.
2: Well, no, I have and, and I, I don't speak for all of them. It's just the one that I met and I could tell that this guy was one of the couple that they talked about just because they mentioned how he shuffles his feet, but he was like walking on his tiptoes and I was taking a video and I noticed he was in the video, but I was looking past him cause I was looking at the, and he looked behind me and he looked forward and he looked behind me and he shuffled up to me and he was, he was much taller than me. He was way wider than me. He was like, I can't even do the accent. It'd be stupid. uh he talked weird i don't know it wasn't an accent it was like a i don't, I don't know he said stop a playing punk. it was like stop playing punky man uh, like he was
1: like he was deaf kind yeah, of yeah i got you. i got you he he had some kind of speech impediment
2: but it something but he he looked around and he was like he was like he wasn't really there yeah 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 <laughs> it's i mean I... 'Cause I'm not trying to talk bad about him, I'm just trying to describe the way he no, was acting. yeah No, it's understandable. But, just, you but, know, but he stopped just and it. he like looked at me and nobody makes eye contact with people anymore unless they're trying to something's going on, you know what I'm saying? Right. So he like walked right up on me and was looking down at me and he like was like, Stop playing Pokemon and I'm like I smiled and laughed and I said, I'm not playing Pokemon and I kept walking. But I was like in a zone, I wasn't even thinking about this what just happened until like a block away I'm like holy shit, that fucking big ass dude just walked up on me and didn't even <laughs> what the hell dude could have fucking grabbed me and choked me out and I would have been like don't break my phone <laughs> what the fuck that's, that's how uh, that's at soul? home at home I feel in Red Bank I guess yeah I guess I didn't figure him to be a threat or anything, I didn't I don't know I mean I had a knife on me but that wasn't, I don't know he probably could have taken my knife from me and gave gave it back to me in my ribs or something way to bring down a nice nice story with some I'm, some violence I'm a little sorry I haven't
1: mentioned anything about Red bank now <laughs> it's real dark here
2: <laughs> yeah and then uh, Shanny, because originally when I emailed Walt and <clears throat> told him that I was coming to to Red bank <clears throat> and everything, I told him that. It was going to be tight. I was going to fly, but I wasn't going to be able to afford a room. So there's a park right around the corner from the stash. Riverside Park, I think it's called. And uh, there's like a little area of bushes and trees. Shush. A little area of bushes and trees by the side of the park. And last year when we were there, it was like somebody had mowed around there and it was all groomed. So I was just going to bring a sleeping bag and I was going to fucking camp out. It's only one night. You know what I'm saying? I'll go there. I'll I'll do that. Wait,
1: wait, wait. wait. May I interrupt? (laughs) Will you re-describe the environment of your sleeping quarters for those of us like me who are listening to you and are not 100% sure you have said what you've said? Where were you planning on sleeping tonight? (laughs) It was basically in the bushes in a park around the corner. I just wanted to make sure I heard bushes, (laughs) park, and corner. (laughs) in that statement. You confirmed it. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to allow you to assume by the tone of my voice how I feel about this. Now please continue with this amazing story.
2: Okay, because you know, to go up there and to do what I was able to do and stuff um, thats like an adventure. That's something that you would never get to do. You never get to do. You never get to live from. Well, I'm... (laughs) Yeah. You you can live from it. I mean, what's gonna anyway,
1: I didn't end up doing <laughs> that. A hard time No, Please, no, that's fine. with the story, this is I'm very intrigued to hear how this is gonna This
2: this actually is stuff that other people have said to me, so it's Okay. So I that's emailed what, him and yeah, told him, 'cause it's that...
1: common knowledge and thus commonly yeah. known. You,
2: there's ahead. one thing that I have to tell you, common sense isn't always that common. That's true. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And public street... freedom is not always wise.
2: Well, I mean, in Memphis, I, I lived on the streets for like six months in a burnt burnt out fucking car behind a dumpster. and uh, I can't talk about them. In uh, somebody <laughs> the else's lawyers, apartment. Let put the gag order on you. Remember that? No, no. I just don't like them, so.
1: Man, what that incredible call <laughs> olive might be.
2: <laughs> no, my mom's texting me. Okay. <laughs> that? Uh, so I figured if I could people. make it on the, if I could make it on the streets of uh of Memphis, I mean I could make it one night, in the streets of Red Bank. I mean it's not even rough like most of New Jersey. So one of our friends Brian Maxwell, are you there? Hello.
1: Damn, I lost him again. Hey man, you there? Yeah. Yeah yeah okay we're good I. Wanted to make sure that my signal was strong. Okay. Was it mine or yours that keeps I don't dropping No, it might have been mine. I had the door shut. And I mean, I
2: got this country as internet, so it's possible that it's me. We got wow. the, the, most, the biggest, biggest package we could afford in this area. We're going to give Audacity a try and see how that works next time around. Yeah, because phone calls don't drop like uh, Skype calls do. True, true. So... I figured if I could make it on the streets of Memphis for six fucking months, then I could make it one one night. But uh, I had a friend of ours, Brian Maxwell, who's, you know, got street smarts of his own. He was like, don't fucking do that shit. And I was like, why? He said...
1: Wait. That sounded like a name job, Marshall. Who? Oh, Brian who is, Maxwell. Who, why <laughs> does that name sound familiar, Marshall? Uh, he
2: was the guy who gave us our first chance... On the podcast that, in front. No, and we, that can't
1: be it. Doesn't he have some kind of name that I might recognize? The Sleeveless Falcon? Ah, there we go. Her, Hurricane Maxwell?
0: Ah, that, nailed that's the one it.
2: that That's the, Pat, the one that Pat gave him. Uh, on the way back from the stash last year, we went to his house and we recorded a podcast with him. And we were fucking calling the podcast Your Parents' Basement, but that's a story I've told too many damn times now. It's okay, we've uh, listened to your podcast, we know it. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> um, And he was like, no, dude, don't do that shit. Them folks up there will stab you. I was like, ugh. And then somebody he- else, and and then that's when Walt said, look, here, uh, you talked about these are the books you want to sell. I'll go on and give you, I'll send you the money now so that you can get up here and you can get a broom. Uh, and then our friend Beege started to go fund me. And we raised money for me to do that. Then my buddy Daniel gave me a last minute loan. And then gas is so cheap and it was like half as much as I had allotted in my thing. So I actually had some money to spend when I was there. I got a couple of pretty cool books. Um, And then, you know, I took care. I gifted a lot of stuff too. But uh, what I ended up doing was getting a hotel room for two nights. Second night I didn't stay in. The only reason why I paid for two nights is because I didn't realize that checkout was so early, and I... Oh, well. That's
1: how they get you. They always get you with checkout. Especially... if
2: I would have checked, I could have done it. I I had planned on staying, because I had a chance to record a podcast with Ming and Mike the next morning, or to sit in. I don't know if I was going to be on Mike, but I was going to be able to sit in on it. And I was going to do that, but then I realized pretty quickly i was needed back at home so i had
1: to stop that and go on home well if i might ask real quick marshall on behalf of all our fans who are probably dying to know the answer to this question did that hotel that you happened to stay at on those one night and a half have wi-fi available it was the same hotel are you out of your mind you gave them money a second time had they taken that previous money that you and Pat had given them and put in some actual Wi-Fi by this point? See,
2: the problem with the room that we had before was we were just a little bit farther outside of the range. Uh, uh, did they send so you a order? I, I specifically asked for a room close to the office uh, so that, <laughs> I could, I could have, that I could have a Wi-Fi signal. Somebody's so, got some street smarts. Well, the problem with that was I was like, cool, because I'm going to edit the podcast that I just submitted last night. So there should be one coming out in the next day or two, and then this one will come out Thursday. Um, or hopefully. Shit, I don't know when I'm going to be able to edit this. I think I'll be able to take care of it right, though. Um, And I was going to edit the podcast, or I thought maybe I would have Shani come back, and we, or I would bring the laptop to her wherever and podcast with her while I was there. I wanted to take sound bites of the guys saying always bet on geek and but dude, I, I didn't. <laughs> when I was in there looking around and I got to see him and hang out with him and stuff I was... I wouldn't. Because I had to go in at lunchtime when they were... Because they're filming comic book men right now so I only had the lunchtime to talk to him and stuff.
1: And they are busy.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. And like Brian Johnson he you know he left to go to lunch so it's not... The couple of times that I got to take pictures with him it was like very very brief it was like uh could you please maybe possibly please (laughs) take a picture with me real quick i know you got to eat please just real quick and i'll I'll get out of your hair but it wasn't that bad i didn't have to beg they were real they were real real happy to take pictures and
1: stuff i love those guys they sound like they have really good souls they seem to
2: and then they got a n- new dude working in there. His name is Gidim, Steve, Dave. Well, that's his his handle. Nobody knows his name. him is what we call him. And he <laughs> was really cool
1: too. Uh, yeah, I thought these were good guys. Seems like just ejected human. <laughs> just sounds like he took you down a notch. But hey, hey, it's all good. I'd no, let man, them call. I'd that, let him call me by whatever nickname they wanted if I was standing around. No,
2: um, like that's. What? It's him, and he doesn't want people to know who he
1: is. I guess. Ah, okay. It's an alien. So he 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 had this
2: persona going on. It's a long, 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 long story.
1: But well, well, no, no, that's actually a redeeming factor. Now they've actually been bumped back up a notch because I realize they now hire people with mental conditions. <laughs> no. <laughs>
2: Oh no! I wonder. I didn't look to see if he had a name tag that said "Get him on him." <laughs> no, I mean. I'm... <sighs> anyway, I like Get him. He's pretty cool. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, oh, and I got I got to meet a lot of a lot of uh, I think the crew, some of the crew, I should say, for the comic book men show. And some of them said they actually listened to Always Bet on Geek because of the. Uh, the Mark, the Mark Tribute Podcast we did, <clears throat>
0: uh,
2: which was which was yet. pretty cool. It's the one called uh, For Marco. I'm okay. not sure what number it is anymore. Well, but we I... had we had people send in emails and we had people send in audio clips, and uh, me and Pat talked, uh, me and another buddy Joseph, uh, Dead Man Rice on Twitter talked and then Michael Zapsik from Comic Book Man called in and we talked and Stephanie read the emails in between audio clips and then we played a voicemail of Mark at the very end it was really good I mean we didn't do commercials or intro music we did he was on uh, the Ming and Mike show Uh, it was called uh, what was it Smornings this morning show or something like that this morning show that's right it's been a minute since that was an actual thing uh Mark Costello was the third member of their group and uh damn I just had a brain fart I mean I know what I was talking about but I I lost where I was going where was I going with that though oh well but they had listened to the podcast and that was cool
1: very cool, very cool um, well, do we have anything else to add?
2: Oh man uh n- no, I guess not I mean I'll talk about it more probably next podcast, but I'm I need to find out stuff that I can I just have to fuck with Pat about the documentary thing yet so you're so you're a Pokemon
1: fan I am you you play destiny and
2: <laughs> hey, do you ever play the card game? Pokemon
1: actually did... no no i didn't um uh, i did briefly get into magic for a while and that is another oh, yeah. game that has been going forever that i was really good at doing what it does but when i started getting into just card games in general uh was before you and i had met actually uh I still living in jackson and i had some i believe aaron if i'm not mistaken that we mentioned earlier was a friend of ours that had I don't know 800 or more of these uh, magic cards, like it was yeah. it was a long box of magic cards, which I'd never even known was a thing uh, before he pulled out all these cards. And he shared it with us and had us play, and we immediately got hooked on him and probably played magic for days and days straight. and he started the cult chant that any card player, Will eventually begin. Hey, man, you should get a starter deck, and then you get these backup cards that'll add to your starter deck and make it bigger. And I played the game with him and realized he's right. I can't, can't do this with somebody else's cards. I need to build my own deck. I was like, all right, how much is the starter deck? (laughs) It's like fifteen bucks. Was start, it that much? Oh man, I'm sure. I mean, I played a lot. I still have all my cards. Yeah. And then, and then the the additional decks that I get like a handful of cards in. Oh, well those those are like five bucks each. And then I did the quick math of all right, a billion cards in one long box, and <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't afford this game. <laughs> <laughs> And so, well, see, that's that's whenever you buy uh,
2: the starter deck and then a couple of booster packs. Each booster pack, you're guaranteed at least one whatever card, and you can use that card to go to a s you know to trade for more you know stuff. You can get, you know, you just have to. I saw Brian, my my other buddy Brian, I saw him do that shit. He started with like fifty bucks, ended up getting like. <laughs> all the cards and all the sets and just from that one you know 50 bucks he was like he got lucky he got a, a foil card one time and that was like several hundred dollars and then he went and bought a whole bunch more of it's like he was buying boxes of booster packs before it was over was like, holy shit dude wow uh but it's not even the same game anymore i mean it is but it's not oh it was a
1: yeah, it's got different um, iterations of it and seasons and stuff like that, and changes and tweaks. So, I mean, an old I'm player can pick it up pretty quick, I'm sure. But
2: I, I brought all my cards up to a card store that was around the corner from my old house in Olive Branch, the place that you visited. Yep. <clears throat> uh, and I brought all my cards up there, and, and some of the people that were 20. Didn't even rec- they didn't even know <laughs> like, they were tr- they were tripped out to see these old cards. Right, most of them are like these uh, most ancient are, relics. Yeah, like some of them were. I sold, I let them go through them, and I, I sold like ten of them. I, I traded it for uh, Rock Band Three or something like that for my Xbox, so that I could get some more songs and drum and stuff.
1: But I uh, love Rock Band, and it is all thanks to you. I had never man. played it before visiting your home. And after I had, I made it a point to go out and buy the game. And I bought the drum set and the guitars and the game and convinced friends Sweet. to come on over to my house just to check this out. And I made them play it even when they were tired and wanted to go home. And... <laughs> yeah, I burned
2: everybody <laughs> out. I haven't played it in over a year, man, because nobody wants to play anymore. And the the worst part was ever since we got married uh you know some people gave us and wedding gifts but they just bought us xbox points so that we could buy songs and stuff yeah that's i've cool. spent over the past three four years i've probably spent like seven hundred dollars on songs oh my god i want to play at your house so much
1: i bet you have all these amazing songs
2: well the, the there's two things one is i got all this awesome metal shit that i like but the right. shit's too hard the shit's too hard for me to play <laughs> i'm not going down i'm not going down to medium or hard it's if i can't make it on expert i'll get better on a different song and come back to it okay well then i had an external hard drive that i plugged into the bottom of it and the hard drive went corrupt
1: Ah oh, man and so that's I, a lot of money to just not I, access i
2: don't know if some people say that if i have xbox gold it's all saved into my my xbox gold like my cloud or whatever but if it's not I just lost all of my downloaded songs even like the uh, the packs that you buy the rock pack 1 the rock pack 2 classic rock blah 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 I had all that shit downloaded you had to spend like 5 bucks per game to be able to download all those songs onto your list on the it's something like 752 or 55 songs that I had downloaded on top of Rock Band 1 2 and 3 well now Rock Band 4 came out and you can make your old stuff compatible with with the new game it's it costs a little bit of money but uh but man i lost i think i lost all that shit but yeah you you said that you're welcome to come and visit the new house i got the fire pit dug and bricked up and it looks all pretty and stephanie said that she didn't care you could bring your girl with you so Okay, cool, cool. Um I'm rambling now. You're you're yep. letting me go like Pat does, so I guess this is as good as place as any to uh to stop.
1: All right. Well, I appreciate you allowing me the opportunity to rant on about some of the games I'm passionate about, even though only you and I probably care about my opinion. <laughs> we've been getting good we've been getting good feedback on the role
2: playing talk and stuff too. Yeah. So,
1: well, yeah. I'm actually hoping uh sometime to come on again and actually uh talk some more about some D and D because I know you've got some stories and I've got some stories about it. Um, it's just gonna be you know, D and D, D-, D
2: wasn't D and D wasn't my first uh my go to game really though. It was my first game. I started playing in the fifth grade, but Marvel and uh, White Wolf games vampire ah. werewolf those are my my things
1: we i wonder if we're legally allowed to speak about some of our uh larp adventures that we've had together sure legally the the crazy
2: <laughs> shit didn't start really happening until the after larp parties and stuff <laughs>
1: well, i don't know what you're talking about man I mean... <laughs>
0: Seriously.
2: hey i wasn't i wasn't even there for what the uh, naked lesbian time or nothing uh so. yeah i wasn't either that was a common thing, apparently. <laughs> I, no I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I don't know. <laughs> if I'm, if anybody that listens to this knows anything about it and I'm incorrect or I'm exaggerating or uh, I don't know. So it's just, you know, one of those stories that goes down in lore and it gets bigger you know, and bigger as this, the time they're goes. They're always yeah.
1: being generated by somebody.
2: <laughs> Something like that happened and or maybe it's... just once. I don't even know, but... My, the, the way it came to me was it was every mask, every LARP I needed to come to different cities I need to go to this city because oh boy and I went to the city I'm like what the you fuck know, are they talking about
1: I just was about to say I think this was just a trap to get you to show up oh yeah man there's uh, <laughs> you know, you out free money and uh, there's definitely all kind of awesome stuff you should just see it don't worry about it just come on out and then you, you get know there. what? and yeah. I would believe that too Well, because our (laughs) friends love us and they want to spend time with us and they have no problems or qualms lying to our faces (laughs) to get To get get
2: done with, yeah. (laughs) That's something that it it didn't take long for me to realize that one, though. Oh, God, it hurts. Okay, so let's see. Do you have any... uh... Did you ever find a Twitter handle or anything like that? that oh, I tried you...
1: to put the one up that I wanted and of course it was taken because um, you know by this point if I haven't made a Twitter account, um, I'm probably not actually a viable human being and uh, <laughs> I'm possibly an alien sleeper agent.
2: <laughs> there's a there's a couple of different variations. I'll, I'll try one here. Let me check real quick. I can edit this out.
1: No, about right about that time um, I was looking at some options and just went, uh, I'll have to come back to that. So I was going to try again today. But I am wanting to have a Twitter account. I'm just behind in you know, the direction that the world technology is going. Okay. So I can try to make that as soon as we're, we're done here. I'll just hop on.
0: Okay.
2: And if, if that doesn't work, you could do, if you don't Got want it. to put the and I'm right. pretty sure I've seen a lot of underscores and stuff. Uh, so is there anything that you want to give shout outs to besides the games? Any people? Any? You don't do social medias or anything so it's probably not a big
1: list. If... <laughs> the only thing that has me leave my cave and <laughs> come out Go. to <laughs> the burning brightness of society uh, you and Pokemon Go completely awesome. you <laughs> always been on geek pokemon go have destroyed the life that i've known and sheltered so thank you for that and i hope you're proud of yourselves but it's only an hour an hour and a half a week (laughs) would like to say a shout out to my girlfriend who's amazing and if she happens to listen to this already knows that that's right and we already know that
2: because she's with you
1: and i would like to say to stephanie all the crew so many to name plus you know why would you want to be associated with this podcast anyway? Much love to everyone.
2: <laughs> uh, you can find us at alwaysbetongeek at gmail.com, at alwaysbetongeek on Twitter, Instagram. Um, SquishyNossInk is me. You can look that up, and you'll find all my stuff. It's weird. I can just say Google me. but um, Newpodworldorder.com. It's badass place to be come see I don't don't want to start rhyming I just, no okay yeah we're on iTunes and Stitcher uh the SoundCloud thing is still up uh what we were doing is I just had the first two episodes up because you know after 3 hours you have to pay so I was just using 3 hours just so that we could have another platform but uh Pat had the idea we're going to keep one episode steady i think i'm taking the first episode off and i'll put the mark tribute podcast up and then the second podcast will be um the new episode every week i'll take the old one down put the new one up so that if anybody does soundcloud they can actually hear the latest episode um and i think that's it what does pat say we out
0: always bet on geek podcast Woo.